Hey, it's Ray Shillings here. And this is Bruce Abbott. Welcome to Feel the Adlon. A podcast produced by Radio Lounge at RadioLoungeUSA.com. Featuring the inside scoop on advertising and marketing with guest interviews with some of the brightest minds in advertising. Each episode, we explore current trends and topics and the latest news and events in our ad community. Here's something that's really happening in our community. It's a multicultural agency called Bunker 58. Direct from South America, Valentina Gomez Bravo. And we're going to talk to her in just a moment. Lots of folks know about Radio Lounge. Some <laughs> some people think Radio Lounge is your, your lounge where you get drinks and stuff. That's not true. Well, we have this. I, I, this is one of my favorite stories, and I, I, I will share it with you. So we, we have um, you know great big signs out on the side. If you've ever seen the Radio Lounge logo. And uh, we do have in our office building here a whole series of attorneys. There's like attorneys that in this big, you know, it's like the attorney suite. Good to be in a building with yes. attorneys, yeah. And um, boy, poor, some poor guy got out of there after, I'm assuming he took a legal beating. <laughs> Yeah, a couple, a couple of black eyes, and and his wallet was thinner. So yeah. about eight thirty in the morning, he comes walking over into our uh, into our suite here, into our studios, and he stands in the middle of the hallway, and he goes, "This isn't a bar, is it?" <laughs> and then he shuffled mm-hmm. out, out, and then he walked right out, and I just felt so bad for that guy. <laughs> what we do do very well, as a matter of fact, is uh, production services for broadcast and film, on location audio experiences, digital media, voice coaching, the production of high-end voice talent demos. We've done a few of those. And we also do something else. Some very cool stuff. Uh, if you've enjoyed our podcast, we do podcasts for a lot of folks. And we are now starting our uh, a division here of our podcast production division here at Radio Lounge. And we're expanding. And we will be launching here um, in just probably in just the next few weeks or so. We will be launching our podcasting about podcasting podcast. And this is mm-hmm. going to be a podcast that is geared for uh, business owners and marketing executives and to help them better use podcasting as a business tool because podcasting is hot right now. And so is Bunker 58. Uh, let's talk to Valentina Gomez Bravo right now. Bunker 58. How can you not love a name of an agency called Bunker 58? They used to be Bunker 57. Now they're Bunker 58. The new Bunker 58. Valentina Gomez Bravo is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, thought leader, and changemaker, helping entrepreneurs and small to mid-sized businesses reach their full potential and achieve their dreams while working towards making the world a better place. I love that statement. Bunker 58 is one of her favorite entrepreneurial endeavors. Bunker 58, a branding design studio created to help entrepreneurs, small and mid-sized businesses, envision, create, and build their brand through top digital marketing and design tools. And one more thing, Valentina is also a new board member for the American Ad Federation, Bruce, which is really cool. And we're going to ask you questions about that later. Uh, But first of all, most importantly, Bruce and I are here to to find out more about Bunker 58, what's going on, what you're doing and all that kind of great stuff. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. Glad to be chatting with you guys today. So Bunker 58 Came from, originally, our agency was born in Venezuela, where I'm from. Okay. So, 58 is actually Venezuela's country code. Ah, okay, that makes sense. It's coming together, right? folks. The little puzzle is coming together. Yeah, I like that. So, it all started with if you want to talk to us, you would have to come to where we are, and we are at Venezuela. So, that's where the 58 comes from. 
And then the bunker part of it is basically what we called our office. So it started as an inside joke for everybody at the office. And, oh, it's her bunker. It's her bunker. And then it made its way to the official name of the agency. Was your bunker like a Quonset hut or something like that? Or was it a real building? <laughs> no. But-, <laughs> but you're here. You made it safe. And we're so happy that, that we're talking to you today. So you guys are uh, obviously your specialty really is is branding, design, um, but you've got that multicultural twist, which is very important. And so uh, tell us a little bit about um, how that influences your process and, and the strategy that you guys would use for, for working with a company. Well, the great part um, of our team, so we started all in Venezuela, but right now, none of us live there anymore. So we've all been very fortunate to have the opportunity to live in different countries and speak different languages. So all of our team is bilingual, English and Spanish, and even some of us speak other languages and we're all around the world. So we get to see how advertising is made in other places and what brands are doing in other cultures. And we're able to bring all of that good stuff and all of our everybody's experiences in very different spaces into building the brands for the clients that work with us. So it's a very unique way of looking at everything from many, many different points of view. So you guys, you kind of refer to it as your signature strategy. Um, so what kind of what kind of components do you see um, as you as you're putting all of this together that really can kind of help make up a successful brand um, from from not only a, you know a business standpoint but also a cultural standpoint. Well, a big part of everything that we work with is uh, really staying within the authenticity of the entrepreneur and the market that they are trying to reach. So that is key to everything that we do. And of course, creativity is another huge component of the work that we do for our clients. So we do a lot of what I call business therapy or soul searching into uh, creating what our brand messaging is going to be and what ultimately is going to touch and connect with the audience because people buy people. So we try to look at our brands as people that we are creating to bring into the world so they interact with other people in their audiences that hopefully we have a match. Why Houston, Valentina, and why would that be an important place for you guys to be? Well, the first I was the first one to get here. Um it was more of by chance than by anything else. My family moved here and they invited me to come visit for a little bit. And I saw an opportunity in the market. And just the fact that Houston is so diverse and that we have a little bit of everything and that the Hispanic market is so big, I thought it was a great space for us to sort of enter the market and start working with people in the U.S. And having that opportunity to connect both the Hispanic and the English speaking market would be a great space to be at. And all the opportunities that Houston brings is also key for us. You've engaged in a lot of different brands already uh, at Bunker 58. And uh, I would assume that uh, obviously you're bilingual. Uh, That's an incredible thing. And we are in one of the most diverse, uh, culturally diverse uh, cities uh, here in the United States. So this is a good place uh, for you guys to end up. What are some of the challenges that you see as you market uh, multiculturally? Uh, is there are there barriers? Are there things you've got to reeducate folks? Or w- what are some of the toughest things that you've run into so far? It's been a challenge. I'm not going to lie. Uh, just the way business is done in different countries is just the biggest 
challenge to overcome and learning how the market uh, behaves and the way to reach clients is entirely different. The platforms that you have to use are entirely different. So we've been able to create a good mix of what we bring to the table of what we learned uh, from our previous experiences in other countries and then what we've learned here and sort of, you know, get the best of both worlds and try to take advantage of the tools that we all in our different spaces come across to just enrich the entire experience and, and give our clients the best tools that we can find anywhere. Is it a t- So you, you said it's a tougher process uh, to reach a multicultural market. What, what is the barrier? What is the, what is the biggest challenge that you have to overcome? Is it, is it an understanding of advertising and marketing? Is it, uh, I, I, even though you speak the same language, are you not speaking the same language maybe? Yeah, that's, it's more about the culture and how people behave more than anything else. Because uh, sometimes uh, the same phrase won't mean, even if we say it in the same language, it still doesn't ring the same. If you're from a different culture, if you have um, you know, different ways of viewing the world. So just learning to understand a whole new audience uh, that might be listening to the same words but won't take it the same way has been one of the biggest uh, lessons that we've learned. So we do a lot of people watching. And um, that psychological part of, of you know, market b- behavior has been key to transitioning successfully in touching a market that we had never worked with before. A lot of marketing takes place uh, on, uh, on uh, you know, uh, English-speaking uh, radio and television here in Houston. And I understand, I've heard this before, that the Hispanic market or the uh, second language market does not really get its share of, of uh, exposure from advertisers. Have you seen that to be true? I, yeah, but I think it's getting, I mean, I think it's getting better. I think we're reaching that, uh, that target more and people are more open to the importance of that growing market in the space. And it's not only Spanish anymore. Uh, there's so many cultures that I do think need to be paid more attention to. Uh, I think it's growing. I think people are listening more, but um, sometimes we fall into cliches or stereotypes. So I think that's the only space where we need to, you know, thread lightly kind of thing. You know, one of the things I noticed when I was looking at your at your bio here and also looking at your uh, kind of vision statement for Bunker 58, I'm seeing some themes here where, uh, for example, off of your your uh, your bio uh, talking about uh, uh, empathy and 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 a better world and, and, and bettering society. And I'm looking here um, as your as your mission statement where it says Bunker 58 is a branding and design studio design dedicated to working with influencers to grow their brand monetize their message and make a difference in our world. Um, that, that obviously is a, is a big cultural, a, a big you know, component to the culture uh, there at, at Bunker 58. Uh, it sounds like you've got some really kind of uh, cool philosophies as far as using this as, as a vehicle for, uh, for, for you know, something bigger than just marketing and advertising. Yeah, that definitely is, has been very important to me and to everybody in my team. We have a view of marketing that I it might be not be the best popular one, but I always want to go and I want to encourage my clients and to go further than just selling a product or to go further than just selling a service. Because at the end of the day, at the other side of the transaction, there's human beings. 
And the power that we have in our hands, in our messaging and in all these platforms is, you know, you, you can't even put a limit to it. It's so huge. And sometimes we're not responsible enough with the power that we have. And I always tell I, people that your brand is your business's superpower. And it's up to you if you use it for good or for evil. So I work really hard into trying to tie everything that we do into something that's going to bring a larger benefit than just a financial outcome, either to clients or to their audiences. Because at the end of the day, it has for us, it has to be about more than money. And I also like the way that you always bring things back to the human being. In other words, it's it's the brand, but it's not the brand. It's not a physical object. It, well, it is, I guess. It's a person. It's it's not an inanimate object. It is a true human being. So it breathes as a heartbeat. And, uh, and that's what it, it seems to me that you're approaching this opportunity to help brand your clients. Is that true? Yeah, for me, and we do this a lot, we view businesses and brands as people. Because at the end of the day, people buy people. It doesn't matter how you connect with the brand. There's a subconscious part of you that's connecting with the values and what that brand is portraying. Sometimes there's no logical reason why you buy a certain product. It's just because you feel like it or you connect with something. And that something has a human component to it because we as human beings connect with human things and human emotions. So that's why um, advertising has been shifting a lot to that. It's more about the message. It's more about how we connect. And now more than ever, I think the consumer is turning more into that part of the business, the human side of it. So for I, that's, I view it as something that cannot be separated. And we do a lot of education on that. Uh, and it's very key and very evident in everything that we do. Says here on your bio that you spent two years as a college professor. And I, I think that's really cool. I want to find out more about that. And that says, which is where you found your passion for teaching, improving people's skills and nurturing their talents. What was it like to be a college prof? It was awesome. I was super scared in the beginning. I was finishing my master's in Argentina uh, when I got a call from my college to come back home and teach. Mm -hmm. Uh, At first, I was a little terrified. I'm like, are you sure like I'm the right person for this job? And all of my professors were so insistent and for them it was so clear that that's where I should be that I was like you know what if they like they fought me so if they believe that this is where I should be then I'm gonna give it a shot and I said I'll do a semester and try it out I'm not making any promises and I was I don't think it was more than three four classes and I was completely in love with teaching which is probably why you're so good at what you do yeah, now. That's exactly what I was thinking. It, that's that that if there's nothing more human to human than the, the teaching the process. teaching part, yeah, yeah. And, and it also says you've always been a very artistic person: painting, dancing, singing, designing, creative writing, photography, and uh, that has to be a big benefit for getting into the uh, engagement Designs, of your clients. I mean, it yes. seems like you got it all there. Uh, you can you know, soup to nuts, you know, A to Z. You you can do this, 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 and this, and get the folks to uh, to there. I wanted to find out too, Valentina. Are there some hot spots? Uh, and let's while we're on multi- multicultural marketing, are there some hot spots right now uh, trending uh, that would be a benefit uh, for folks? I mean, what is out there right now, or maybe on the horizon that's going to be out there? Where, take us take us over the horizon and tell us where this uh, stuff is headed for multicultural. 
Well, there's a lot. Of, so there's a lot of conversation right now that I've been hearing about people being vocal about where they stand on certain things, on certain issues and things that are happening in the world. And there's a lot of hesitation of, oh, I shouldn't talk about this in my business, or I shouldn't talk about that in my branding. I don't want to lose any clients. I don't want to alienate my audience. But I think that's where the world is going. People want to find everything about who you are, even if you're a business and everything that you stand for. So it doesn't matter where you're coming from or your culture or your language. There's, I think, a global component to people wanting to go further and deeper into a business or a brand and really finding something that they can truly connect with. So um, I would say just seeing a lot of brands that are taking that risk and that are being very vocal about issues in the world and about how they see the world from their lenses. And I think that's a great um, breakthrough. And I would love to see more companies just, you know, be courageous and, and be open. You've taken time now to devote part of your time because you do a lot of stuff in the community uh, here in the Houston area as well. Uh, and a lot of uh, different things. But now you've stepped up and you're a board member for the American Ant Federation, Houston. So tell me, sitting around that table, uh, and I believe that was your first time around the table, or is um, am I mistaken about that? No, it was my first board meeting. It was yes. what, a couple weeks ago, yeah. So tell me about that. What's it, what, uh, what, what drew you to Ant Federation Houston, and why are you there, and what do you, uh, what do you think so far? Well, see, like we were talking about education is all over. Like, I think once I connected to that, I think everything came together. My first interaction with AAF was through student conference. Uh, oh, you, I was, okay. So you're part of the student yeah. conference as well. That's cool. Yeah. So the first time I actually attended, I went in as a student because I always, I'm a super nerd. I have tons of degrees <laughs> and I was actually finishing, um, and associates in web design because I wanted to learn more about the craft from that side of the desk. Sure. So I was invited to attend as a student. I'm like, why not? It's been a while since I've been in an agency with a lot of people and let's try it out. And I thought it was fascinating what you guys were doing. And then I connected with some people that were actually on the judging side of it. And then I was invited to judge the year after that. Wow. Then so I judged a couple more times. <laughs> and then after a few, I was invited by Kay and Tammy to consider joining the board and started getting more involved with the, with the Federation, going to the events, meeting more people. And um, I thought it was a great opportunity to give back to the community and to connect with a part of the industry that as an entrepreneur, I was not as in touch with. Because entrepreneurship is a very lonely place. So I was trying to, you know, get back to that world and, and connect with a lot of new people and see what new things we could accomplish together. You've joined a club that is uh, wildly, creatively fun, active, and on the grow. And I've never seen, uh, I've been on the board of what, a couple of years, I guess, uh, so much activity, so many things going on. And Joe passing the torch to John and the things that are happening uh, here uh, throughout the, the the year, it's absolutely phenomenal. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're going to have a lot of fun, too, as well. But uh, one more time, uh, we build brands that rock the world. Bunker 58, a branding and design studio dedicated to working with influencers to grow their brand, monetize their message, and make a difference in our world. Valentina, you are making a difference here in Houston. And we love the fact that you're here. And we also love the fact that you took the time today to talk to us. I'm so happy to be here. 
Bruce and Ray saying thank you so much for listening to Feel the Ad Love. Feeling that ad love, baby. At RadioLoungeUSA.com, you can subscribe to the podcast also in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a variety of other sources as well. Whatever your favorite podcast platform is, we're there, so you never get to miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or you simply tell a friend about the show and share it on social media. That would be a very kind thing for you. That would be we would feel it. We'd feel it right there. Uh-huh. Copyright 2019. Radio Lounge. All rights reserved. And join us next time for another episode of Feel the Ad Love. 